Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. Welcome back. Sports Radio 94 WIP. Joe Giglio with you. Tucker Baggins behind the glass. You guys with us. 215-592-949. If we're going to call this next hour the Trey Hour here on WIP, we have to get to the latest news, latest rumors with Trey Turner, the shortstop, not the NFL uh, analyst. Uh, Trey Turner, the shortstop, is going to uh, well maybe be a Philly. We'll talk about that with John Morosi said today on MLB Network. We'll have that. Jack Fritz, High, High Hopes Podcast, will join us for a hot stove check-in one hour from right now. But uh, right now we got to keep the football talk on. We'll get back to your phone calls as well, Jonathan Gannon. But our guy, Trey Wingo, about to join the show to talk some football. The Eagles, Week 13 around the NFL and that Niners defense, which is scaring everyone. Tucker, we're very excited to have Trey Wingo on. Yeah, and the one and only Trey Wingo is brought to us by Caesars Sportsbook. Your first bet is on Caesars. Bet up to $1,250, and if you don't win, you'll get it back as a free bet. Terms and conditions apply. Must be 21+. plus. All right, let's go talk to Trey here. As promised, a weekly guest, Trey Wingo, joining us right now talks some football. Trey, always appreciate you hopping on, and... Another week in the NFL and another Eagles victories. They get one over the Green Bay Packers on Sunday Night Football. Trey, there's a, a lot of ways we could talk about this game and what they did, but let, let's just start with Jalen Hurts and his performance. I mean, that I felt like I was watching a video game performance in the first half. Uh, Trey, what, what were your thoughts watching Jalen both run and throw for that many yards and that many points in the first half? Well, that's what we've sort of seen all season long, right? And, and uh, you know, we're, we're entering somewhat historic territory here. If you just take a look at some of the numbers, Jalen Hurts and the Eagles, I want to make sure I get this 100% right for you, I think are now 15-3 and three, uh, uh, when, when favored, okay? That's the third best record among over 140 quarterbacks with at least 15 starts since 1985. So what the Eagles are doing is really, really good. Their 833 winning percentage is only behind uh, a streak by Steve Bono and Jim McMahon, and it's slightly ahead of Patrick Mahomes, granted with a much larger Sample size. Mahomes is 53 and 12, so we're talking about 65 games as opposed to as opposed to 18 games. But the minimum 15 starts. What you're seeing from Jalen is that a team responds to him and they find ways to move the ball. And when they supposed to win, they win. And that's what you want good teams and good quarterbacks to do. 
Yeah, and Trey, the thing that has been so impressive, you know, last year they became a really great running team, and Jalen Hurts was a big part of that, but their passing game wasn't good enough. They go get A.J. Brown, right. Jalen's improved, and now they can throw it and run it. But it just feels like, just watching some of those highlights of the Packers game, it, it's, it feels almost impossible at times to figure out what to do defensively. If you kind of bring your safeties up for the run, they throw it over your head like he did before, the ha- you know, before halftime with the touchdown. You drop your safeties back, and they just maul you 357 yards on the ground on Sunday. Yeah, that was unbelievable. Um, listen, that if you're an offensive lineman, you live for those type of games, right? Like You're happy to pass block. But when you can just line up on somebody, and I was just looking at some tape of uh, some of the offensive line play of that Eagles win over the Packers. When you can just line up and, and know that you're just going to stuff it down your throat, it's the greatest feeling in the world. There was a great play where Lane Johnson actually pulled from the right tackle spot to get a kickout block on the left side of the line where the hole went through and Miles Sanders picked up about 20-plus yards. That's so hard to do. And when you have a guy who started his college career as a quarterback, playing right tackle. That's sort of the fun stuff that you can do with that line. Kelsey does it all the time from the center position. But to see him pull from the right side all the way over to the left to get the kickout block on a hole that went through the three-hole there was absolutely incredible. Trey, uh, if there's one big concern I have right now uh, with a team that's 10-1, and one, it's tough to nitpick at 10-1, and one, but th- this is not a good special teams unit. I-, I would say it's one of the bottom five special teams in the NFL. And I don't mean the kicker. You know, Elliott's a good kicker. He doesn't yeah. have to kick off, and he made a big one on Sunday, but they, they score a lot of touchdowns. But I just mean the coverage units. It- it's poor. And, Trey, there was a-, a moment in that game Sunday where the-, the Packers kick returner took the ball from six yards deep in the end zone and brought it to the 40. I mean, you, you rarely see anyone ever just bring it out when it's that deep, let alone bring it that far. We don't talk about special teams the way we used to and, with the three you know, phases of the game, but it, it feels like it, it could bite them down the stretch here. Well, you know, Tony Dungy, when he was the head coach of the Colts, they always was on the special team. I think they put so much on the offense with, with Freeney and Robert Mathis that, yeah, sometimes the special teams got a little bit overlooked. Honestly, though, the other big concern I would have is the run defense is still an issue. I know you got Linval Joseph in there and Dominican Sue. But they still gave up over 100 yards on the ground of the Packers. I think the Packers averaged five yards a carry. Like, like the, the special team things could be a problem. To me, the bigger concern, Jordan, you need Jordan Davis back. Like, you just need Jordan Davis back there to clog things up in the middle as much as you need anything else. We're talking to Trey Wingo here. Eagles at 10-1, and one, and we'll get to this game coming up against the Titans. But, Trey, uh, the injuries are popping up for the Eagles as well. I mean, it's Jordan Davis. They did activate his practice window, so he should be back within the next couple of weeks, maybe this week, but we'll see when he, when he gets back on the field. But they suffered another injury uh, on Sunday with Chauncey Gardner-Johnson going down with a lacerated yeah. kidney, which just sounds extremely painful. So he's going to be out a little bit here. And it, I'm, coincidental or not, I'm not sure if it was uh, kind of put out there on purpose, but Malcolm Jenkins, the, the former great Eagle, who's now, uh, I guess, retired or just not playing this season after finishing out a Saints run last year, he went on a podcast here with, with a local um, you know, media person and mentioned if the Eagles called, he would listen. What do you think about the idea, uh, Trey, of, of bringing back a guy like Malcolm Jenkins, assuming physically, and I'm sure he's in good shape, um, to come and be a depth piece in this secondary? I think it would be great um, because, first of all, you know, he was such a big part of uh, that team that went and won the Super Bowl uh, in 2017. Um, and you know, he, was, he was just such an integral part of that thing. He knows what it takes to win in Philly. He knows what is necessary. And I do think he's in great shape. And, you know, by the way, last, lacerated internal organs are never a good idea. That's one of the reasons uh, Andrew Luck eventually retired. You know, it's just 
there was there was too many of those things. So uh, I, I think if they call, if first of all, I think they should call just just to gauge what they know about him and wh- where he is and his ability to play. And if he can play, it might be a really, really, really good idea to have him around as, as a little depth, especially if the injury is going to be out for a while and you know lacerated again internal organs. That's not something that heals in a week. No, it doesn't. It feels like it's going to be a little while here for Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. Now, we have a little while to the postseason, so hopefully he's back. But the Malcolm Jenkins idea is certainly out there right now. Trey, the NFC, the Eagles have sat atop basically the entire year, but, and it's kind of been different, different teams jockeying for position as who's that next team. And it feels like right now over the past month, Dallas, San Francisco are starting to emerge. And some people think they've, they've caught or passed the Eagles. I know in the odds the Niners are right there, if not above them to win the NFC. As you look at it right now, how would you stack the teams behind the Eagles in the NFC? Uh, Niners, Cowboys, do you put those teams close to the Eagles, above the Eagles, same level? How do you view those? Well, you know, I'm a big believer in the Bill Parcells theory. This, you are what your record says you are. So the Eagles are the best team in the NFC right now. I don't, I don't think that's much of a debate. Then you start looking, okay, well, who, who might be able to give them some problems? Uh, if when we get to the postseason, and I think the Cowboys and the Niners are the two teams that I would say would be concerning because of the physicality. We talked about the issue with the run with the uh, with the run defense, right? Well, McCaffrey can run. He's not afraid. Look, everybody loves his receiving skills. He runs inside tough between the tackles. He's good at that. Then you look at the Cowboys with Tony with uh, Pollard and uh, and Ezekiel Elliott. They are not afraid to run it and, and shove it up someone's gut. Um, and then the physicality of, of both of those defenses. The front seven for the Cowboys is good. Uh, obviously, the front seven for the 49ers is really, really good. So I would not put either one of those teams ahead of Philadelphia. But if you're starting to do that sort of playoff jockey thing, who do we see, who do we not want to see? Those two teams, I, I think, would give Eagles fans a little agita, a little angst because of the way they play. Trey, you know, back in the day, it always used to be defense wins championships. You look at teams and you say, who has the better yeah. defense? And that typically when we got to the postseason, it played itself out. And I think it's fair to say with the way the Niners are playing right now on defense, they have the best defense in the league. And I'd put their defense above yeah. the Eagles right now. But their offense, and, and I, I love the pieces they have, Trey. I mean, they have some big-time pieces on their offense from McCaffrey, Kittle, Debo, you know, Ayuk. They have pieces. But yet even Sunday against the Saints, they only scored 13. How do you view 13. it? I mean, I, I, would, I think the Eagles' offense is better, more explosive than the Niners' but the Niners' defense is better. If we get that matchup in January, where would you lean? Would you go to the team that has the better offense or the team that has the better defense? Well, there's another part of it too, right? We, we sort of saw the game last year, the playoff loss to the Bucs. The, the, everything was just a little slow for Jalen and, and the offense, and I think that they fixed that a little bit. But, you know, this Niners team has a lot of belief in Jimmy Garoppolo because they got to a Super Bowl with him in Super Bowl 54, had a 10-point lead in the fourth quarter, they had a 10-point lead in the fourth quarter uh, against the Rams last year. And if Jaquiski Tart drops, uh, doesn't drop an arm punt from Matthew Stafford, which was an easy interception, the Niners might have gone to their second Super Bowl in three years with Jimmy Garoppolo as their quarterback. It's just so weird because Jalen is the thing that makes everything go for the Eagles. And the Niners, it's like, Jimmy, just don't mess it up. Right? It's just a totally different dynamic. Let's rely on McCaffrey. And let they, now they have an injury too with uh, with Elijah Mitchell. He's out for a while, so that's a problem. And they rely on Ayuk and they rely on Debo and and George Kittle. They want to make sure Jimmy doesn't make the big mistake. Whereas with the Eagles, they want Jalen to make the big play, and it's just a very very different way of doing it. 
Tra- we're talking to Trey Wingo here. NFL Week 13 starts uh, tomorrow night with the uh, the Patriots and the Bills. Trey, it's interesting. Every every year there's another great quarterback class, at least we think, right? right. There's all these hyped prospects. Yeah. And 2021, we'll, we'll give that more time. We know Zach Wilson is, is benched now. Lawrence is coming on. Fields came on. Mac Jones had a good rookie year. But it, it's funny. I don't remember the big, big hype in 2020. And, and that class... Um, are you starting to think we could have something special there with those four guys? You have Justin Herbert, you have Joe Burrow, who's already been to a Super Bowl and is playing great again. Um, you have Jalen Hurts, and now Tua. You know, both those guys yeah. in the MVP race. Um, have you thought about that 2020 class? We we might have four, you know, true franchise quarterbacks that are good for a long time in that class. That's pretty rare. It, it is very rare, and it's funny. Every year you try and duplicate it, you, and you mentioned the 2021 class, and you know Trey Lance is in that too. He's he's out for the year with the ankle injury, but. Right now, that 2020 class is looking phenomenal. I mean, I don't think uh, the Chargers wouldn't give up Herbert for anybody. The Bengals absolutely wouldn't give up Burrow for anybody. The Dolphins are thrilled with Tua with the weapons they have around him, and you guys obviously are thrilled with Jalen Hurts. And I, you know, I remember a lot of people were surprised when the Eagles took him in the second round. They're like, well, what does this mean? It means they thought he was really good and they weren't sold on Carson Wentz. And it looks like both of those things might have been accurate impressions. Uh, but that 2020 class, is if it keeps going the way it's going. Now, look, at some point, Herbert and the Chargers have got to get to the postseason. Uh, but, you know, if, if if it goes the way it's gone right now, that 2020 class could could look as good as, say, the 2004 class where you had Ben, Eli, and, and uh, Phillip Rivers, and even the vaunted class of 83. I know six quarterbacks were taken. Three of them got to the Hall of Fame, though. I mean, the three of them that didn't pan out, really, and three of them went to the Hall of Fame. So we're talking about that kind of potential in this 2020 class, in my opinion. Yeah, and that's high praise, but if they keep playing like this, I mean, obviously we have one guy that's been to a Super Bowl. We have two MVP candidates this year, excuse me, and uh, and Herbert's an excellent player, so it could get there. Trey, let's look forward to Sunday at 1 o'clock. The Titans are coming in. Two really yeah. physical teams, two well-coached teams. I'm excited for this matchup. Eagles are favored by about 5.5 points. How do you view this game? I mean, you said it earlier, the Eagles' run defense. I mean, there's not many bigger tests than this, literally and, and figuratively, than Derrick Henry and the Titans. Yeah, and but he's been sort of slow the last couple of weeks. You know, he hasn't really gone off. I mean, he had, what, I think 37 or 38 yards on 17 carries uh, against the Cincinnati defense. Like, if the Titans are going to win, they're going to win ugly. That's just the way they're going to do it. Mike Brable is such a good coach. He's going to bring you down to their level. I mean, and just look at this is the A.J. Brown trade game, right? Uh, the, the Titans are the only team in football that doesn't have a player that has 400 receiving yards. Robert Woods leads them with 351 receiving yards, and A.J. Brown, who came over in that deal, has 831 yards, and he's well on his way to becoming the first Eagles wide receiver to have a 1,000-yard season since Jeremy Macklin in 2014. So uh, the, the, the Titans' defense is going to keep them in every game, Mike Brable's going to try and find a way to make it ugly. And after that 0-2 start to the season, they've been really good covering, really good against the spread, really good in finding ways to win. Um, but, you know, don't, don't expect things to be smooth. Like, they, the, the Titans do a very, very good job of making things difficult and it keeps them in almost every game that they play. Yeah, they make football ugly, but they win a lot of games and it works for them. Trey, always appreciate hopping on. We'll catch up next week. Thank you. You got it. Take care, man. That was great. Uh, Trey is always one of our favorite guests. So the Trey Hour begins with Trey Wingo there. And, Tucker, we always love having Trey Wingo join us. And and lucky for us, he's brought to us by uh, Caesars Sportsbook. Your first bet is on Caesars. Bet up to $1,250, and if you don't win, you'll get it back as a free bet. Terms and conditions apply. Must be 
21 plus. So a couple things he uh, he said that really struck me. I mean, I I what I have been very high on the class of 2020, the, the quarterback class. Now I was high on Herbert the first time I started watching the NFL. Burrow, you know, last year really took a, a step towards superstardom. I have I've liked Jalen Hurts the whole time. Now I was I was totally on the other side of Tua. I didn't think he was going to be this good. I didn't think he was going to be any good. He has surprised me. Um, I'm, I'm still skeptical Tua is this great, but he's obviously a, a good quarterback. It's interesting. Um, Mike McDaniel uh, and, and Kyle Shanahan, they're playing each other this weekend. So Shanahan today was asked about Tua. And you know who he compared him to? A guy that he coached as a coordinator back in the day when he was in Houston. He compared him to Matt Schaub, which I don't think is supposed to be a knock. I think it's, it's supposed to be a compliment. He was a pro bowler a he couple was. years. He was. He was a good, good player. until they gave him a big contract. Right. And, but I, I, I actually think that might be apt, right? I, I don't think two is great. He's obviously better than I thought he was. But the bottom line is that quarterback class, and I asked Trey Wingo what he thought about it, I didn't expect him to compare it to two of the greatest of all time. I mean, so the quarterback class 2020 with Jalen Hurts, it was Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, Tua, Jalen Hurts. Now, Jordan Love's also in that class, and I know Darius Slay had some complimentary things to say uh, on his podcast about Jordan Love, but whatever. I mean, Jordan Love hasn't played yet. When he has played in, in very short spurts, he hasn't played very well. It's four. Like, that quarterback class of 2020 might have four long-term star players. I mean, that's very possible now at this point. Burrow is a, a star. He's established as a star. Went to the Super Bowl. He's, he's right now fifth in the MVP odds. He's playing great football again. And the Bengals look like they're going back to the playoffs. I mean, you go to the playoffs two years in a row with the Bengals, you're probably pretty good. Justin Herbert is is really good. Now he's got to win. they got to get to the playoffs, as Trey mentioned. They might. Their schedule's kind of favorable down the stretch. Uh, and he's a really talented player. Jalen Hurts is in the MVP discussion. Two is in the MVP discussion. You know, when I asked Trey what he thought about that class, I mean, he brought up probably the two greatest quarterback classes of all time. The 4 class with... Uh, Rivers, Roethlisberger, Eli Manning, who and those guys combined for what four Super Bowl wins? Obviously, they were from the two guys because Rivers didn't get there, but Rivers had an excellent career as well. And then the '84 quarterback class with Dan Marino, John Elway, and and I mean tons of Pro Bowls, tons of All Pros. You know, a great quarterback class. So I don't know how long until this class starts getting that recognition. If another one of these guys gets the Super Bowl, like if this year they have another entry in the Super Bowl, I feel like that conversation starts. Like, wow, this class already has been in the league three years. They've been in the Super Bowl twice. Yeah, and do they have to make it into the Super Bowl on their second contract? I mean, we, we talk about how rookie contracts right. and quarterbacks playing at a high level on a rookie contract is sort of the ultimate cheat code. I wonder if they need to do it into their 30s, if they need to do it beyond just being those guys on the rookie contracts benefiting from from loaded teams, you might you might have to do that. Um, if I were to guess, I think one of these guys will. I know it's it's not happened much often, but if you tell me in the next six years, right? So let's say uh, when their quarter when their contract extensions are, they might all get paid after this year. So right, so from twenty twenty three to twenty twenty eight, right? That that six season span, I'd imagine at least one of those guys, if not more than once, gets to a Super Bowl. We're talking about. I mean, we could have four of the top 10 quarterbacks in the league moving forward. I think that's on the table now. I mean, certainly Burrow will be. I think Herbert will be. Hertz has put himself now in that mix. I'm not sure Tua will be a consistent top 10 quarterback, but he might be. I mean, they might be four of the 10 best quarterbacks in the NFL for the next five years. That is not a crazy thing to think. 
based on how they've played, the classes beyond them, like the, the the more younger ones, there's still a lot of projection there. I mean, who are the best chances? It's it's Fields has a chance. I guess Trevor Lawrence has a chance. He's he's turned this a corner the last few weeks. And then there's some guys that are still youngish that are are going and will go for a while. But there's also older quarterbacks. I think they have a chance though those four to be consistent top ten quarterbacks in the NFL and. You know, you do that, they're probably going to win a lot of games and put themselves in a position to get to a Super Bowl um, for a while here. I mean, who else is going to be a top-10 quarterback you could count on the next five years? Mahomes? Allen? I mean, who else in the next five years can you say definitely will be top-10 quarterback consistently? I'd say Mahomes, Allen, Jackson? We could put we could put Lamar in there? No, I don't know how he ages, if he ages gracefully or not, but maybe we put him in. So Allen, Mahomes, Jackson, that leaves seven spots like the next five years consistently within that top ten. I think the four we're discussing right now are the likely are like are four likely guys to be in there. Maybe you want to say Fields, you want to throw Trevor Lawrence in, maybe someone who's kind of in the middle of their career ages very well. I'm trying to think who that would be. Dak potentially could age well and, and play well for a while, though he's not playing awesome so far this year. But it's it's kind of weird. We have a lot of young quarterbacks, we have older ones. And how many mid-age quarterbacks right now are really good? Like, who who are those guys? It's Cousins, Carr, Dak, right? Is that is that kind of our mid-age quarterbacks at this point in the NFL? I feel like it is. Yeah, I mean, you kind of look at quarterbacks over the age of thirty. I think Geno Smith is the only one with a, a passer rating over one hundred. Right. Everyone else has, has fallen off a cliff, and I guess this is the changing the guard we've kind of been expecting for a while. I mean, mm-hmm. Brady has taken a step back. Aaron Rodgers has taken a step back. Drew Brees retired. Phillip Rivers retired. Ben Roethlisberger retired. And then even guys like Russell Wilson, who felt like the sort of next generation and the in-between between Brady and Burrow, they're all taking a step back too. Yeah, I guess we could throw Watson in the mix. He he should be in this mix uh, as he comes back this week. I, I kind of forgot about Deshaun Watson, and then I, was, I had an NFL Network on today, and they had a, a clip of, of Brown's practice, and I was like, oh, yeah. You know what I'm so glad? That we're not at the Eagles are not a four and seven team welcoming back to Sean Watson this week. I mean that reality was was there, very much so. And it, I mean that that could be that would dominate that would that would be everything we'd be talking about if, if that was the truth. And it's not. They're at a ten and one football team with their own MVP quarterback. But I thought it was interesting for Trey Wingo there, and he's on board with the idea of Malcolm Jenkins. He's on board with the idea of bringing Malcolm Jenkins back. Two one five five nine two ninety four nine four. We'll get back to the conversation. I believe Jonathan Gannon is a good defensive coordinator. Do you? And um, we got to talk about this Trey Turner rumor. Well, Jack Fritz at nine high hopes podcast for a a, um, a hot stove check in. But we got to let you hear what John Morosi said today on MLB Network with the idea of the Phillies continuing to be connected to Trey Turner, and a lot of people believing this is going to happen. We'll let you hear what was said today on MLB Network and what Buster Only of ESPN is hearing about the Phillies landing one of these top four shortstops. That's next on Sports Radio ninety four WIP. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? 
we make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 